This show contains four-letter words and adult situations. But what did you expect? It's called Now That I'm Older. And he no. was so drunk, he got up and went back to bed without washing the toothpaste and drawing off no. of him. Your job while we're recording, no matter what, is <laughs> what? to annoy me. <laughs> Couldn't hear you over the squeaky thing I'm turning. I put uh, a can of tuna in somebody's air intake of their air conditioner and closed it back up with the can of tuna open. Sorry about my shit intro. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Now That I'm Older with Shane Smith and Ken Baldwin. A.K.A. KB Paper Stacks, A.K.A. Baldwin Escobar, A.K.A. Danger Zone, A.K.A. Vanilla Thriller, and A.K.A. MC Killer B. No one calls you any of that. So for a little while in the not too distant past, my mom actually lived with my wife and me. She was going through a couple of things and needed to kind of de-stress her life. And I came to her and said, Mom, why don't you stop worrying about running a household? Just you and Alex move in with me and Nikki for a little bit. Let us run things and you just kind of relax. And to my surprise, one of the most independent people I've ever met in my entire life said, let's do it. And like a whirlwind from that moment forward, we were just moving tons and tons of furniture. Like how one human being can accumulate as much furniture as she had when she moved in is beyond me. And also the sheer amount of wall coverings, like she didn't have a huge house, but she had enough pictures to cover like the Taj Mahal and all the shit that she had. But slowly, piece by piece, we got all of it moved into my house, and it was great having her around. See, my mom has always been one of my best friends growing up. She's been one of the people I look up to more than anybody else. She's taught me so much, and being an adult, I don't get to call her as much as I want to with running the household and having a wife and having a kid and doing all the shit that I do. I just don't get to call her as much as I want to, so it was really cool getting to reconnect with her. And having her around the house, she was always trying to help us out with stuff. Can I wash this? Can I clean that? Can I go to the store? And every now and then we'd let her help out, but we were trying to get her to relax and get her to calm down. Until one morning, we definitely had to have her help. See, me and my wife wake up out of bed about 6.30 that morning, and there's a torrential downpour going on outside. Now, when I say a torrential downpour, I'm talking dogs and cats falling out of the sky. It was just one of the worst storms that I'd ever seen. And in Georgia, usually if there's a torrential downpour coming down for about 10, 15, maybe 30 minutes, it's done. It's going to be a light sprinkle after that but not this morning. This rain just kept on falling out of the fucking sky and kept on falling. I swear I saw Noah's Ark float by and I look at my wife and say, there's no way we can send Christopher to the bus stop like this. He's going to be soaked by the time he gets there. And I come to my mom and I say, listen, is there any way you could run Christopher to school? And she says, well, it all depends. Where's it at? You know, I got a bad sense of direction. Now, that phrase, bad sense of direction, has been my mom's phrase that she has used forever. From the time that I've been old enough to remember anything, I've always heard my mom say, write it down for me, I've got a bad sense of direction. And when I say she's got this bad sense of direction, my mom has never been able to find my house without the aid of directions or a GPS. The last place I lived in, I lived there for over a decade, and every time she came there, from the moment she got a GPS, she'd be like, give me your address, I didn't write it down last time, I want to make sure that I can get there. I'm like, mom, you've come to my house hundreds of times from your place, yeah, but you know I'll get lost, I got a bad sense of direction. So I asked my mom, can you take Christopher to school? And she says, where's it at? And I say, it's very simple. Go out of the neighborhood, take a left. You're going to take a left at the first road you come to. You're going to go down about a mile and a half, and the school will be on your left. Go into the school, drop Christopher off, come out and take a right, go to the end of the road, take another right, and then take a right at my neighborhood, and you're back at my house on the left. 
She says, that sounds pretty simple. I'll see what I can do. So my mom gets up to take Christopher to go to school. It's about 7 o'clock when she leaves. And I didn't have to be dressed and ready for work until 7.30. So I'm, I'm getting my stuff ready. I'm, I'm getting everything moving along, trying to get myself dressed to get out the door. And I look at my watch and I realize it's about 15 minutes after my mom left. But that's no big deal. You know, people have no idea how the drop-off and carpool lanes and all that shit work at school. So I'm figuring, no big deal. She'll be back here any minute. And I look at my watch about 10 minutes later and I'm like, huh. It's been close to a half an hour now. I wonder where mom's at. And I look over at Nikki. I say, have you heard from mom? Like, did she call you on your phone or anything like that? She's like, no, I I haven't heard from her. So I pick up my cell phone and I figure I'm going to go ahead and give her a call. And I call her phone and it rings, but it doesn't ring outside the house. I hear it ringing downstairs and I'm like, oh shit, she left her cell phone here. And I'm looking at the clock and 30 minutes goes by. 35 minutes goes by. 40 minutes goes by. Almost an hour after my mom left to drive maybe a mile and a half down the road, she pulls back up to my house. She walks up to the porch, soaking wet, you know, carrying her umbrella, but it didn't matter when rain and wind were blowing sideways and shit. She comes in the house soaking wet and kind of just pushes the door open. And I'm like, what happened, mom? I told you I got a bad sense of direction. I said, mom, all you had to do was take a right. She said, no, you said take a left when you come out of the school. I heard you. I said, no, mom, that's not what I said. And it was in this moment that I realized that maybe if your mom says I've got a bad sense of direction, maybe you just trust her and you don't hope that she's going to figure it out this time. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another week, and now that I'm older, it's a show about how getting older sucks but can be awesome at the exact same time. You can find us online at nowthatimolder.com. We're also on Facebook as well as Google Play, Stitcher, and iTunes. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the show anywhere you find us because that helps us out a lot. You can also find us on Gmail and Twitter, but it's at I'mOlderPC. And we're proud members of the Pottern family on Twitter. It's a family of podcasters who've come together to help cross-promote each other and basically just share the word about badass podcasts everywhere. If you go to Twitter and check out the hashtag, you're going to find our show as well as other great shows like the Netflix and Swill podcast, the Bro Rons podcast, and Dude Imagine If. And this week on episode 84, Let's Get Ready to Ramble, we're going to talk about all sorts of stuff, including a bobcat, being drunk in the middle of a kitchen floor during a party, and then we're going to close with some idiots who broke some windows out of a Burger King. So check this out. We'll be right back. Now here's something we hope you'll really like. You about done over there? I was waiting for you to tell us we were recording. I was trying to, like, you know, maximize my non-recording time. Um, n- no, you're not trying to maximize your non-recording time. You're just trying to annoy me. That's really what it comes down to. Your job while we're recording, no matter what, is <laughs> what? to annoy me. <laughs> Couldn't hear you over the squeaky thing I'm turning. What? All right. So I have a feeling that I know uh, you've got a great one when I ask this, but what's the worst prank you ever pulled on someone that was just downright cruel? I put uh, a can of tuna in somebody's air intake of their air conditioner and closed it back up with the can of tuna open. Can you stop that now? Because it's going to be on the recording. <laughs> I really want to do it on purpose. <laughs> it kind of just became a habit from annoying you earlier. Uh, yeah, I put, a, I put a can of tuna in somebody's intake of their air conditioner. Oh, wow. Who who was this you did this to? Well, I will not disclose that information because if they ever find out, I know what I would do. Did you ever find out the after effects? Oh, yeah. Their house was like fish forever. <laughs> oh, this was in Oh, their, really? You put this in their house? Like, I'm not telling you any more details. Why? Did they listen to the show? 
I don't know if they you do. You want to talk to us about the people that listen to ours. I, I don't know if they do or not, but I know I'm not stupid. <laughs> I don't know if I found out somebody did that shit, I'd be having some payback. All right, so why did you put tuna fish in the... Because I was pissed off at them. Duh. What did they do to make you so mad that you nope. put tuna in the <laughs> No, sir. Nice try. <laughs> Just know that somebody had tuna fish in the air conditioner. That's all you need. I should be Kenny's mom. <laughs> no, no way that obvious. Okay, they deserved it. That's all you need to know. Um, tuna in the I I I mean, wow! I, I really want to have something better to come back with. I'll but. put insulation in Bo's bed. <laughs> See, it always comes Ooh. back to Bo every time. Well, it we wasn't record. a bed; it was like a pile of dirty laundry we lay sleep in. <laughs> Like he was a fucking stepchild. Kind of like pushed it in between a wall and a couch, so it formed a bed. Where was this at when he was? Was this at oh, the it was apartment? Like, yeah, it was totally at Ashley David, Mill. No, it was David and Telvis's. Oh, okay, yeah, the condo. Yeah, so I found some pink insulation, like a roll of it. And I basically just rubbed it in all that shit. So I'd, he was like itchy for like a month. Why is it that you put insulation in Bo's bed? I I, I have to watch one- Bo be itchy for a month. It was <laughs> awesome. And think about it. Every time he'd shower, he'd be just a little damp as he laid down. <laughs> All the insulation so the insulation he Digging uh, in like parasites, I'm sure. Oh, God. Like, as I think about it, I'm and, sitting uh, here itching. If you hear about this, Bo, fuck you. So, Nikki, do you have any ideas of any pranks you pulled on anybody? Did you do any pranks? I mean, you seem to have lived this. Tactically, I really don't think you should have started with me. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know Nikki lived this squirrel-eating, possum-eating life. You but pulled a prank on that squirrel. <laughs> perhaps perhaps it was a prank or two in there. Her okay. sister pulled a prank on a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> with a bread knife. <laughs> Sawing oh, and hacking Frank. and shit. Oh god, it probably took forever like an ISIS video. <laughs> <laughs> you could have recorded it, but like die infidels. <laughs> die. This is probably the ISIS of chickens. <laughs> no, I can tell you one prank my dad did to us. Okay. We were um one of the houses we lived in in Savannah, behind the house there was uh we owned an acre, but we hadn't cleared out the land behind the house. Um and so right there on the other side of the fence, there was a briar patch. And me and my friend Amy, we decided that we just, we really wanted to go play in the woods. And I was new to the area and Amy was my new friend. So we were going to go play in the woods. Um, so we were partway in getting through the briar patch and all of that stuff. We managed to get ourselves kind of stuck. And then my dad comes up behind us. And, God, how old were we? I must have been fifth grade. My dad sneaks up behind us on the other side of the fence and he starts growling like a bear. <laughs> And, and he starts off real quiet and doing it real soft until finally it catches our attention. And we are some gullible-ass kids. Me and oh, my brother God. would be like, shut up, Dad. Oh, no. <laughs> we we couldn't see him. I had no idea it was there. We were in the woods. I had no, I mean, we saying. lived in the country. It's not like bears didn't I mean, happen. This, you understand, growing up, me and my brother, when we asked where we were going, the standard answer was to the woods to bury your body. So we were pretty much Here. on point being on guard. Here, how about this? Let me just let you know where we lived. On the other side of the fence, there was one day me and Amy were in the backyard, and we heard what we thought was a baby in the backyard. And it sounded like a little baby on the other side of the fence was crying. And it was crying, and it kept making these little crying noises. So we kept trying to find it, kept trying to find it, and finally we found a spot where we could hop the fence. We went back there, and sure as shit, there was a giant bobcat. 
staring lick, and it was totally luring me and my friend into the backyard, the probably to kill the loose, shit out of us. Did you little kids just think babies were? <laughs> well, you never know when, like, some kid wanders. I mean, seriously. I'm, now I'm starting to wonder Trist- if Nikki's the normal one. Shane's brother so- wandered off to the local gas station. Two so, separate I mean- brothers <laughs> wandered out of the house. My I when I was two, I wandered a couple blocks up the road to my mom's job at the grocery yeah, store. In, in our family, if we heard a baby out in the woods, we would have got the fuck out of Dodge. I'm just saying, maybe dad, our, our unhealthy childhood was for a reason. My dad watched enough scary movies to where if right. I heard a baby crying anywhere near the house, uh-uh. I'd be like, no, there is See? some cult back there murdering kids. See, this yeah. is where you come in and you're just like, you, know, you guys were totally like little pussies, and we were just like, no, Amy being that brave. Noise. No, we know we, good and well that we don't want to get possessed. Or killed if or whatever is, by whatever. There would have to be some really bad shit to happen to leave your baby in the woods. And I'm probably not capable as a child of overcoming whatever that adult was so scared of they left a baby. This isn't it. This isn't stand by me. I'm not wandering off to fight the monster. That's not because, me. Because, because we've just seen where it. the neighborhood kids had gotten out and maybe wandered off in the woods and got gotten lost. Out. Like you guys were under lock and key and shit. Like in, <laughs> no, in the babysitting. And even my little rat ass brother would have called the police. He would have tried to go out there and save the day. I, I wow. I, I just, I, <laughs> well, I can't just to let you know, rights. that's how country it was where we lived. Even when we lived in the city, it was just a little Billy, bit of country. Your dad needed to scare you into thinking there were bears out there. So out when they're, no, he when thought it was out. hilarious because we got caught in the briars even worse, and it took us like two hours to get out. Is this kind of like the scene from Saw where the dude's trying to climb through the barbed wire and oh, shit? Oh, it was like that because these briars were fucking <laughs> no, huge. It's not. I want to go ahead. I want to be the one to go, no. <laughs> no, it was not. And we were girls, so we had long hair, and we were all caught in the bush. I bet the fun. squirrels were thinking that was karma right there. <laughs> <laughs> I'll teach you motherfuckers to eat Carl. <laughs> the squirrels were all sitting around going, and then I saw the girls get locked into the briars. Hey, that's, guys, let's make sure we pee on those briars next time so in case they go back through. That's how we win. We lure them into the briars next time they start chasing us to try and kill us and get dinner. And then when they get stuck, we start throwing acorns at bears. <laughs> I'm going to go back to the bobcat incident. How did you escape a bobcat? We saw it. We immediately, as soon as we saw it, we knew what it was because they're, they're pretty large. Well, it was it was pounds. large, so as soon as we saw it, we just hopped right back over the fence, and we went running up to the house. It didn't chase now, us. Just to give some comparison, we were convinced we had a bobcat in my neighborhood when we were kids, and me and the Asian kid and the one black family, we all made spears. <laughs> we were in our head, we were going to come track this goddamn bobcat down. First of all, we lived in Cobb County. There was no bobcat. <laughs> I bet there were bobcats. No, we lived like in Smyrna. We didn't live like out here. No, he lived in a spot where there was high traffic before like they started taking every tree down. I lived off Concord Road. There were no goddamn bobcats at the covered bridge. I Yeah, no, I lived near the ocean, so I don't remember like the best prank I ever pulled. I remember a couple of pranks getting pulled on me. They were pretty mean. We drew on you a bunch of times. Yeah. Yeah, there's a, you guys drew on me at the bachelor party, but that's a whole separate conversation. You don't know how to pace yourself. We, we well, at least back then you we, didn't. You didn't know how to pace yourself. We filled your eye sockets in with toothpaste. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, you were just like, let me sl- you, you you drank like a, the typical frat white boy. And he no. was so drunk, he got up and went back to bed without washing the toothpaste and drawing off no. of him. Let me go ahead and let you know. That night, it wasn't me slamming things. It was every time a shot was You're taken. This. What are you talking about that this. time? This is multiple times this has happened. I don't want to like, talk about it, okay? <laughs> I really just don't want to talk Dude, about it. We went deeply. ninja at the bachelor party, though. Like, we were doing, like, rolls and crawling on the ground to get to him. In case he woke up, we wanted to be able to get out of sight because he gets really mad when you draw. <laughs> yeah. He gets really irate about it. 
<laughs> Not much you can do about it because he can barely get up usually when he wakes <laughs> up. But I'm usually pretty uh, upset when I wake up and the drawings are all over. God, there's no, there's no fucking cool. <laughs> Funny hey, guys. See, that's why the bachelor party Africa, wasn't the night before our wedding. It was the best drawing of Africa I've ever made. It was on Shane. Well, if we're going to talk about the stories about getting drunk and about, you know, really terrible times that I've had and stuff like that, we do have to mention the time that Kenny was laying in kitchen oh, screaming at the top of his wife <laughs> about how he loved our no, friend's it was wife. Candace at that time. No, you were professing nope. your love to nope. in their kitchen. I was there to come get well, you. It's better than came to your it rescue. It's sober to go to party. <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ. That was just <laughs> was probably eating up the attention when I was doing it. I mean, uh, we we started on pranks, but we definitely need wait, to go down Wait, wait, wait. Speaking of those friends though, did you ever ask about the whole and sister having a baby? <laughs> no, because I, keep I really want to know. Well, then again, it's not your buddy anymore, though. Is yeah, it? I don't give a shit about. I don't want to engage in a long conversation. But it might be fun with. No, my purposely minds his business, just like he did with. I was laying in the kitchen floor, and was you know telling. I- She's the one that got away. What's well, they have like four kids together. What's crazy is like when when Kenny's going through this whole thing, like he is literally, I'm not exaggerating, he is laying on his back, like at this point, like a 280 pound, six foot tall man laying on his back, (laughs) screaming at the top of his lungs, I love you, I love you, I don't understand what went wrong. And while he's doing this, all of us at that time were all partying. Hold on, we're all partying and hanging out. So people are literally walking over Kenny. To get to the sink, because he had decided to pass out in front of the sink. I guess, oh, he was so I drunk. I guess you become tolerant of these things when you date the girl that dated all your friends first and you marry her. I, mean, I don't. I, <laughs> you know, I, I love them, and I, I think that... You know, I mean, I just... Great I, I think he's a great person that you can live with it, because... I don't think yeah, I Yeah, he was it. willing to maintain the friendship with you and him above all of that. Well, he was able to marry him because she dated all his friends, is what I'm saying. Yeah. that's a, I could not date somebody... Who had carnal knowledge, or all my friends had carnal knowledge of. I just couldn't do it. I couldn't date somebody that, like, two or three of my friends had carnal knowledge of, let alone, like, a group of people. At this point in my life, after watching so many of our friends get into these, like, like long, drawn-out back and forth with each other, I don't think I could date somebody who dated any of my friends. Dude, back in the day, you and I had pretty much a, a rule, for the most part. Like, you had forced this rule after the whole situation with her. But it was pretty much a rule well, that she anybody had this weird ins- effect on you anybody guys. inside the crew, not me, not- anybody inside <laughs> the crew that I was shake her. He always Just stayed me. out of that whole thing. Oh no! Like anytime my friend, like there were literally a lot of times between our teens and our twenties where girls would come to the group. You know, we can leave her out of the conversation. There were plenty of other girls that got passed around a, like it was a baton at a that relay. That was the race. only one I was involved with. The rest of them, I was with Shay in the whole, nope, not getting involved in this yeah, thing. As soon as that whole thing was over, Kenny joined me on the side of being like, no, <laughs> this fuck you guys. Crazy. Fuck all the noise you guys are trying to create over there because they would create days of our lives drama bullshit. Yeah. And every 15 minutes, we, it seemed like we would have one of those everybody standing outside of the car talking. You know, some people are smoking cigarettes going, I don't know, man. What, what do you think is going to happen between those two guys? Whether it was whether it was whether it was, I mean, it was just a whole bunch of people. Like, I don't know, man. I hope they don't end up in a fight or some shit like that. And I'm sitting there going, Kenny, you want to go get some food or something? <laughs> no, dude, I don't want to deal with this bullshit. <laughs> 
Now, I can't say that me and Kenny or Nikki ever participated in any drama with our friends, but we did our best to try and keep it to a minimum. Next up, we're going to run to a quick promo break, but when we get back, we're going to continue the Let's Get Ready to Ramble episode and take a long-ass way to get to the topic I was trying to present in the very first place. So check it out. We'll be right back. Hello, everyone. This is Jason from the Three Is Comedy podcast featuring myself and fellow podcast comedians Bob and Mindy. Our podcast is a variety comedy show featuring a wide range of segment topics aimed at turning everyday life into laughter. But we also happen to be pretty good rappers. Three Is Comedy, Insane Spelling Bee. Three fine folks bringing laughter to the family. Tell the kids to leave because we're dropping profanity. Okay, so maybe we're not good rappers, but we do know how to bring the comedy. You can check us out on iTunes or Stitcher, or you can visit our website, 3iscomedy.podbean.com. Advertising has us chasing cars and clothes, working jobs we hate, so we can buy shit we don't need. Hey guys, it's Shane from Now That I'm Older. I hope you're liking everything you're hearing on the Rogan's Hell Podcast Network. If you are, go to rogan'shell.com slash Amazon for all your shopping needs. It's not going to cost you anything extra. It's not going to look any different. But every time you use that link, you're going to be helping out the Rogan's Hell Podcast Network. So bookmark rogan'shell.com slash Amazon every time you need to buy something from Amazon. Thanks a lot. Start walking, you doggone long-eared galoot. Just a minute, partner. You can't talk to me like that. Them's fighting words. Dear podcast listener, we accept the fact that we have to sacrifice not only our Wednesdays, but our Fridays as well to entertain you. But we think you are crazy to make us do a promo telling you who we think we are. When you listen to our podcast, you think you know who we are. In the simplest terms. In the most convenient definitions. But what we found out is that each one of us is a dork... Uh, I had the basket case, and I'm a princess, and I'm a pothead. Does that answer your question? Sincerely yours, The Prime Podcast. Find out more at theprimepod.com. Well, the reason I brought Maybe up- that's why we never fit in with them, is we just weren't interested in... No, the reason why we stopped fitting in with a lot of our friends, and it's kind of a real now that I'm older topic, is because at certain points you have to kind of realize that all that bullshit is over. Yeah. And it's time well, to it's focus. It's time to get a job and get responsible and get your right. shit together. It's time yeah. to focus on the 401k. And I was yeah. justified, for the record, because everybody thought that was all Kenny being crazy about thinking well, it never had feelings for him until Kenny cut off <laughs> yeah. And then started, we started getting letters that Shane would read into the, <laughs> into the, into I the forgot about that. And Nikki's sitting there going, oh my God, she's like pining for you. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, no shit. Everybody thought this was all in my head until I started seeing the shit I was getting. Well, it's it, it's no different than, wow. I mean, it's <laughs> I just. I forgot all about that. I think it's a common problem for children of divorce, honestly. I've heard of that sort of thing. I've I also they, they, only children also have similar stuff. Like I think it's very different than the old children thing. I think from children of divorce, it's from learning to play one person off of another, and they start to do that in their own relationships. That was one of the reasons why I never really got too deep into that whole thing. Because I've actually approached this conversation with them, and what I always say is because she didn't feel like she was getting the right attention from whoever she was with when something else started with somebody else. 
See, I, that's all just... And that's exactly what divorced kids do. Yeah, I just, I don't know, man. Mom's it's, not giving me enough attention. I'm going to live with dad. And I've, I've heard of so many of my friends, like people that I would grow up with in high school or middle school that would go live with their dad and stuff like that. And then two or three years later, they'd be back. And I'd be like, what happened, man? I thought you were living with your dad. No, things were fucked up with dad. And then two years later, they'd move again. And you're like... I don't like your rules now. Oh, that's not what they say, but that's what happens. Hey. Yeah, it's just... I think literally for all three of the people in this room, we all got to a point... And Kenny used to bitch at me about this. Like, I, when I used to have, like, bullshit jobs and stuff, Kenny would be like... Dude, you got to get a real job. You got to focus on like a career. You got to do something. And I'm like, whatever, dude. I'm selling cars. I'm fine. And uh, then here comes Nikki. Yeah, and then here comes Nikki, and all the partying stops and all Told the you. all the fun <laughs> stops. And she's like, uh, "You're gonna need to have insurance if we're gonna be together. Like, uh, I'll make it sick." So what do you mean? Yeah. What do you mean you don't have gas? <laughs> no, yeah. we're not living somewhere where the stove doesn't work. I'm sorry. Do the first yeah. time they and been like, I can't get this. I've tried everything to get this spot on the floor in the kitchen. What the fuck is this? Blood, I can't probably. scrub it off. <laughs> probably blood. I have no idea what it was when I couldn't clean the kitchen. I couldn't, no matter how hard I tried. And... That was when we moved. Oh, it was rust. I remember exactly <laughs> what it was. It was rust from the bottom of the ferret cage. Remember when y'all used to have that bullshit-ass computer that Paul would talk to girls online with that were gross? Is that the one that me and you met each other on? Yes. That was <laughs> the same computer. Yeah. That was the same computer. Yeah. They had different tactics, though. Yeah. Shane had different uh, targets than Paul. Paul basically looked for insecure girls that he could manipulate. Paul, more than one time, would bring a girl over to the house and then be like, um, can you take her home real quick? If she didn't have a car, he'd come to me and be like, um, well, it's I'm not like with, he I'm could drive done, her home. I'm done with this one. Could you take her to the house? And I'm like, no, he no, so stop gross. bringing bitches over to the house that you want to fuck and then not being able to get them back to their house. <laughs> They're not moving in, asshole. Look, Cheeto D. <laughs> he was so gross. Yeah, he was. There was so and much I just, gross. I just didn't that. get it. He was gross and he was mean. I don't get it either. Maybe we should He ask. wasn't nice. I shouldn't throw her name out there, but uh, <laughs> we know somebody we can ask what the attraction was. Yeah, no. no, it would, didn't take her long to decide that the oh, <laughs> that I know what the explanation is for that one, and that one was just kind of what was going on with her at that time, and it was like one of those things where you wake up the next day and you're like, oh my god, what have I done? I like to throw that one out there when she gets high and mighty. Yeah, <laughs> don't. Oh yeah. no, <laughs> I don't have to very often. It's effective. <laughs> but there has been a time where it's like, well... Everyone has their... You guys can't talk shit because everyone has their... Oh, I can't. I mean, you I guys never, have multiple. I never slept, I with, never Paul. slept with Paul. <laughs> you didn't sleep with never. Paul. But you slept with some nasty, trashy bitches, so whatever. But I never slept with Paul. Never slept with Paul. No matter what, I never slept none with Paul. Trashy, yeah, I didn't either. None, so. none of them trashy bitches were selling me. Selling you guys overpriced pot. <laughs> <laughs> Never ever slept with Paul. So we're gonna go back to the reason why I brought up pranks in the very first place, um, just to talk about some stupid people because that's what like, we like to do from it's been time a long to time. Trip to get to this topic. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was a lot of stuff to cover in between here. Oh, I'm kind of tired now. Um, so in Minnesota, there's a Burger King where all the employees decided to smash out all the windows. Why? They all decided to go to the windows and smash them. Multiple employees That's smashed out. That's not a prank. That's just vandalism. Every window. But it is a prank because somebody on the other end of the phone calls them up in a panic and goes, um, I'm from the uh, local county fire department. 
and your building has become pressurized, and you need to break the windows right now to release the pressure inside the building. They, they didn't just decide. You mislabeled that whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> the they were, were under like, duress. <laughs> yeah, they were manipulated. You made it sound like they were all just like, you know, fuck this place. It's going to break the fucking windows out. Like, I wonder if the guy was watching. Fuck or if he king. just was listening. <laughs> fuck the king. Fuck the whopper. Fuck all this shit. I'm to have it my way. My way's a broken glass, motherfucker. Chicken fries <laughs> up the ass. But they, pay me $15. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> the, the guy on the other end claims he was from the fire department. He's like, um, you guys need to break this glass. And the people who were there were like, I was well, they don't exactly was there hire no them. person there that would have gone, can't we just open the drive-thru window? <laughs> Sir, I know how air pressure works. You're not getting me. This break nobody, was- nobody decided. Hey, we're gonna prop open the two front doors and the back door and open the drive-through window. It's and pressure. You only need one opening. It's under pressure. I'm saying <laughs> the whole definition of pressure. But if you've got a teenager, 100 sealage to great pressure. But if you're at, if you're a teenager, as a, a teenager, I would have understood the concept of pressure. One hole in the spaceship's all it takes for everybody to die because of. Pressure. <laughs> all they needed was a corner. All they had to do was look at the drive through window and go, there's no way that thing can hold pressure. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Have you never seen the lady mad about the chicken nuggets at 1030? If she could get through the wall, definitely pressure could. Um, <laughs> first off, this happened in Coon Rapids, Minnesota. I would have fired these kids. Don't talk shit about Minnesota. You don't know. Coon Rapids. Not just Minnesota. Not where Prince used to live, but Coon Rapids, Minnesota. Almost Canada. Almost Canada, exactly. So when the Still police get Wisconsin. when the police get their cheese comes from Wisconsin, motherfucker. Cheese comes no. from everywhere they have cows. That's no, a, that's not cheese true. exclusively comes from. <laughs> oh, to be magic cows <laughs> from Wisconsin. That's some good ass propaganda. That states like <laughs> out there. If somebody really believes that's the only place cheese. <laughs> We're the only motherfuckers with cheese. But there are cheeses all. named after other places. <laughs> now there's a Swiss in. In Wisconsin, I there's a there's a Luxembourg in Wisconsin. You probably need to go to uh, Switzerland, Wisconsin, uh, Wisconsin. That's probably it's like where Rome, you go. Georgia. <laughs> well, when police arrived at nine thirty from Coon Rapids, they uh, when they arrived, they're you still arrest every one of these employees for stupidity. I'd be like, <laughs> you dumb motherfuckers. No, they're, I'm not believing you. Nobody calls to this shit. Y'all are just mad at your job. You're all going to jail. Um, so I hope they got fired. They're all breaking windows. The, uh, the breaking rocks in a penitentiary if they had my way. The cop pulls up and he goes, I have never <laughs> seen anything like this in my entire fucking life. Employees apparently ran into the parking lot screaming the that the building was about to explode. He goes, the, the people run into the uh, cop and they're like, the building's about to explode. we got to break all these windows. And I'm like... You already broke a window. <laughs> Everything's fine. As Kenny was previously That's explaining. That's pressure works, you idiot. <laughs> so this is the, not the worst part. Coon Rapids wasn't the only time this guy had done it. Apparently, <laughs> this guy decided to call it in in Oklahoma, call it in California. At this point, he's not a pressure. Arizona. He's doing a public service. <laughs> Apparently, this if this doesn't wake up America to our public, ser- our public education Does problems, he only do it to Burger King or does he do it to a variety of restaurants? Uh, it's a Jack in the Box, a Burger King. <laughs> it's Ronald McDonald. He's had enough. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody talking about how shitty their food is. He's going to fight back. He's not taking the shame anymore. Jack in the Box, Wendy's, and Burger King apparently were the only uh, ones that. See? Uh, yeah. Probably got Grimace out there breaking windows Everybody too. Everybody's a criminal with four arms stealing everybody's milkshake, riding a knife or riding a skateboard with a knife, stealing they got milkshakes, a breaking game windows. At McDonald's. They will fuck you up. 
Um, they also have a known criminal on the fucking staff in the Hamburglar. Okay, I was say he's a master That's criminal. about to say. I mean, obviously. He's been a criminal so long, he still has the black and white stripes. I'll bet Hamburglar's the one who's like, <coughs> you know what we're going to do? Didn't Hamburglar have like a little baby Hamburglar at one point? I think it was what? Mayor McCheese. He seems like the thinker in this organization. <laughs> I think Ronald McDonald is kind of like a drug kingpin sitting on top of like a bunch of fries. But I'm, I'm pretty sure that like like the, like Mayor McCheese would be his capo. What if it was Grimace because he'd be the last one you suspect? I think Grimace no, just focuses we, on child molestation. We already covered Grimace. You weren't here for the episode where Grimace, uh, we found out that previously before Grimace was the lovable idiot that runs around with McDonald or Ronald McDonald. He, he actually raped, He raped Barney. <laughs> Yes. What is he? Was he supposed to be a dinosaur or just a purple blob? He's a, he's a purple rapist. He had four arms and used to steal little children's milkshakes. That was like <laughs> that was the whole purpose. They had to have one bad guy in the world. Like even with a hamburger running around stealing people's fucking uh, food and people shit. People trying to steal your shit left and right with their little world. He oh, lost yeah. the, he lost the two extra arms when they chemically castrated him. He has like the T Rex arms, doesn't he? The little ones. Yeah, after he was convicted of the uh, second child rape, they were like, "We're taking, <laughs> taking these other two arms." Yeah, we can't have four arms. You're touching two kids. <laughs> <laughs> Those bottom two arms are naughty, sir. <laughs> he can't tell them. I have no control, so they just got rid of them. Yeah, the top two arms were. He fine. distracts them from somebody their milkshake. Had to, somebody had to get a seam ripper, and they just had to tear them off. <laughs> somebody like a seamstress they came had, in and fixed they, them. It was a Muppet surgeon. <laughs> End that one right there. Welcome to Ask Baldwin Escobar, where Mr. Escobar takes time out of running his lucrative criminal enterprise to answer your questions submitted directly from Twitter. Now, let's find out what Mr. Escobar has to say about what you have to ask. All right, so Rose's next question was, have you ever seen a naked man in person? Does myself count? No. We're not still talking about you and your junk, whether it's medium or big or whatever. Well, see, when we went to school, we didn't actually have like time to shower or anything. I don't know about you, but we never had actual real shower or locker rooms. So, no, I've never really had any, any time to see a naked man. We but, didn't actually, yeah, that, I remember in PE you, you and never stuff changed like that. Your, you just, which, now thinking back, is gross. <laughs> it is completely gross because in high school they didn't like, get I know showers. I walk to the mailbox nowadays and sometimes I'm like, now I can change my drawers. It's <laughs> hot down here in Georgia. I don't want to go outside lest somebody <laughs> see me out there and be like, swamp balls. What's that smell, sir? <laughs> I don't give a fuck about people seeing me. I care about the swamp balls. That shit's not comfortable. Um, Sloshing around down there. So, yeah, so... Is your answer to his second question, no, you've never seen a man naked in person? I mean, no, I've never seen a man naked in person. Not even not even one time. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I used to be a member of a gym, and the old white dudes would always walk around naked like they had no shame. Oh, we're going to sidetrack real quick and say yes. Inside the gym, if you're over 45 years old. Yeah, everybody under 45 has got a towel wrapped around them. They got exactly. some shorts on. Old dudes swinging in the wind, dude. They give not, a fuck. They give not a fuck at all. <laughs> There's been more than one time that I've been on the phone with Kenny, like getting ready to go to the gym. And I'm like, all right, man, I just got to the locker room. And then he'll hear me like start whispering. And he's like, what are you whispering for? I'm like, dude, there's a naked old man here. There's I always wonder why that man. makes him whisper. <laughs> why Shane starts whispering when he sees a naked old man? But he does. It's I, I weird. Don't, I don't want to be here. I don't, I don't want his penis anything. to hear me. <laughs> I feel like it's listening. It looks like it is. Um, Rose's last question, I feel like, is something that you might be able to expand on. He wanted to find out if you've ever been to a Turkish prison. No, I've never been to Turkey. So, 
Um, I'm I'm starting to wonder about Roe. Actually, he asked me two questions about naked men, and now Turkish prison. What's going on at Roe's show? <laughs> <laughs> Don't drop the show, the soap on his show. God damn! If fucking Turkish prison rape you, what the fuck is going on over there in Texas? What happened here was a miracle, and I want you to fucking acknowledge it. That's it for now that I'm older this week, guys. I'm your host, Shane Smith. Thanks a lot for checking out the show. You can find us online, now that I'm older.com, Facebook.com slash now that I'm older at I'm older PC on Twitter, I'm older PC at Gmail, and check out Rogantel.com for our show, as well as all the great Rogantel podcasts, and check back next Thursday for a brand new episode. Thanks a lot, guys. Have a great week. We got a million more guys. Uh, I think we're gonna wrap this one up for the night. No. You mean you don't want to wrap the thing up? We're not, we can't wrap up the podcast on that doesn't make any sense. I guess I could be pretty pissed off about what happened to me. But it's hard to stay mad when there's so much beauty in the world. Sometimes I feel like I'm seeing it all at once, and it's too much. My heart fills up like a balloon that's about to burst. And then I remember to relax. And stop trying to hold on to it. And then it flows through me like rain. And I can't feel anything but gratitude for every single moment of my stupid little life. You have no idea what I'm talking about, I'm sure. But don't worry. You will someday.